Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Star Wars 7x7 episode 294 today. Our series of interviews continues with Sarah Woloski of Skywalking Through Neverland. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, welcome to Star Wars 7x7, and we are kicking off with a fun fact brought to you by the birthday fairy again, the belated birthday fairy. I can't believe we missed this one. You know, sometimes I amaze even myself. Wait, what? What? <laughs> How is this amazing? Well, never mind. <laughs> the birthday we missed is that of none other than George Takai. George Takai had a birthday on April 20th, and... For those of you who don't know, he played the voice of Nemoidian General Lock Durd, <laughs> great name, in the Clone Wars cartoon series, the genocidal smarmy, ugh, yeah, and did it very well. And of course, that actually marked the first time that a major character from either of the two Star Trek Star Wars franchises crossed the line into the other franchise. And I guess if there's anybody from the Star Trek world who could have done it, then I can't think of anybody better for that than George Takai. So that's very awesome and very psyched that he's a part of the Star Wars universe, too. All right, let's see what we got going on in life on Tweedoween today. Well, I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> I think I think that version of Luke probably would have run away squealing if he had seen this photo. This comes from the 501st Legion, and it is their official Star Wars Celebration photo with uh, thanks to member Tiki Marks, T-I-K-I-M-A-R-K-S, for the great shot. I cannot even fathom this photo. Uh, we had the Mandalorian Mercs photo, and that was an amazing one from uh, from Celebration earlier this week. But gosh, try and even comprehend the photo that we have posted at the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com. I think it will blow your mind. All right, let's see what we have in the swag bag today before we get to this episode's force feature. That's no moon. <laughs> no, but it's kind of funny that we have that clip today because it's a Death Star t-shirt that we have in the swag bag today. It's the Death Star Wins t-shirt. This is kind of an odd one. Uh, I guess conceptually they wanted to come up with a way to do tic-tac-toe with the Death Star being the O's and winning. But the other spaces are filled by, well, various ships. Um, we've got the TIE Advance, the Millennium Falcon, an X-Wing, and a TIE Fighter, which makes sense because they were in the uh, first Death Star battle. But... Then you've got Slave 1 in there for some reason. No idea why. Um, no, <laughs> it makes no sense. And the Star Wars logo too. You can check this out at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. All right, let's get to the Force feature. We're continuing our series of interviews from Star Wars Celebration with Sarah Woloski today. She's half of the dynamic duo at the Skywalking Through Neverland podcast. And we asked her the why Star Wars question and found out a bit about her Star Wars journey. Here you go. 
I love Star Wars because the music is what drew me to it. Ah. So I'm going to say I love, uh, yeah, John Williams was my first love, and through that is how I found um, Star Wars. So... Uh, did it lay dormant in you until you decided to start skywalking through Neverland, or how hmm. um, you know you carried no. it through, or how did it uh, become the genesis then, or was it did it play in right. the uh, genesis of the podcast? Oh, okay, yes, yes. So that's kind of a there's a kind of a long answer to that, but I'll make it a little short. When I I, I grew up in an era, I was born in '81, so I kind of grew into Star Wars in the dark times when no one knew them, and I saw them on VHS, and when I was about ten, and that's when I loved Star Wars and then back in college I was with a bunch of friends who loved Disney so I would go to Disney a lot and th my Star Wars fandom was kind of went in the back burner because mm -hmm. I didn't really have any friends that I was hanging around with regularly who really loved it but then when I met my now husband Richard uh, he we actually met at a Halloween swing dance and he was dressed as Anakin Skywalker this was in 2005 and so through that, uh, I actually went up to him and said, "Can I dance with a Jedi?" Mm -hmm. And that, and so through that, uh, we got together. Um, we were pretty much, yeah. After that dance, it was like, "Okay, yay, we're together." And uh, so he has always been a Star Wars fanboy. Saw it when he was eight in '77, and. Um, he brought out again that love of Star Wars in me, which I had had. It was just laying dormant. He he awakened the force in me, <laughs> if you would, and um, and then I had all this fun Disney love. So through the two, kind of melded with both of us. And we decided to start a podcast because we had a fan film that we had created and no outlets to get it out there. Ah, okay. So uh, that's why our particular podcast, Skywalking Through Neverland, is very fan-focused. Like, people will come to us, hey, we're doing a fan film, hey, we're doing a Kickstarter, hey, we're whatever, and we'll, uh, you know, try to promote them. If we can't get them on our show, we'll at least promote them on our Facebook page or Twitter, you know, so... Anything we can do to help fans, fans helping fans, it's what we like love to do. There you go. Thanks, Sarah. And you can check out links for Skywalking Through Neverland at the blog post for this show's episode. Hey, Rebel Rousers. Do you have a dock that you drop your phone into to play podcasts or stream music? I do, and it was supposed to make my life more convenient. But I have to walk over to it every few minutes for phone calls or text messages or to clear out notifications announcing that my troops were finished training in Star Wars Commander... But then we got the Coolstream Duo, a little device that plugs into the 30-pin adapter on our music player and connects to my phone via Bluetooth. And voila! I've freed my phone from the dock while the podcast plays on. It's inexpensive and it works. Check it out at CoolStreamDuo.com. All right, time to knock that trivia question out of the park. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Last time we asked you what center on the second Death Star confirmed code clearances, and that was the command station. Today's question, who first confirmed for Luke that Darth Vader was his father? Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Star Wars 7x7. The Force is my ally, and so are you, when you give Star Wars 7x7 a great rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. It means a lot, especially in helping me be discovered by more heroic people like you. For show notes, swag links, and our Star Wars breaking news Twitter feed, go to sw7x7.com. It's not a trap. It's Destiny Unleashed. 
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2014 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!